Hello, team. It is the end of the year, and it is so very awesome to be on the podcast, the last podcast of 2019 for us. Super excited about that. And wanted to just wish everybody a happy holiday before we get in too deep. I think it's really important that we all take time off to rest and relax and to chill out a little bit and uh, to really sort of reconnect and get ready for a new year, make some resolutions, whatever it is that you do over the holidays, do that wholly. Uh, before we get into the results for the for 2019, I wanted to just take a moment and talk about it being the end of an era. So for many of you, you may have already heard that the lovely and glorious Frank Ippolito has decided to take the uh, voluntary management offer. And after what I think it's 42 years of service, Frank is going to go ahead and retire. I, I'm not sure how much Frank wants to retire and how much Frank's wife would like for him to retire. But either way, Frank is retiring. And uh, so I wanted to just spend a second and share an interesting story if you haven't already heard it about Frank and I. So several years ago, there was some, there was some layoffs in TU and we had some needs in staffing. We were really busy and we were just starting up the TAM team and I had a contractor request in and we decided that instead of you putting everybody on surplus, that if there were some transferable skills, we could loan people over to teams and keep their surplus dates and thus giving them longer to find a real job in the company and all of those things. So through a series of processes, Frank's resume got handed to me and I was like, well, yeah, of course I want this guy on my team. So Frank came over on loan air quotes there. And I, I think at that point, at this point, it's been like seven or eight years ago that Frank came over on loan. As soon as I had an opening, uh, we went ahead and moved Frank into that. And he's been there, been here ever since. So I, I know that it, we weren't your longest stint in AT&T, but I certainly hope that we were the most memorable and, and I, I will always think fondly of Frank and particularly of our shared love of the holiday and particularly our Christmas trees. So maybe I can get Liz to get a picture of the Christmas tree from Frank and we'll both share one out with the newsletter or with the podcast that goes out at the end of the year. So Frank, thank you for all of your service, everything that you have done. And we appreciate you and wish you the best of luck in whatever your next phase of life holds. You're the best. Now to get on with some other items. So most of you were on the quarterly review, heard the great results that the team has had for 2019. I wanted to highlight again, just a couple of, a couple of points. Number one, the biggest thing this team was responsible for, for this year was reducing our cost per hire by 15%. We far exceeded that goal. And as a result, we ended the year, we were supposed, our goal was at 485 per hire. You guys ended at 420 per hire. We could not ask for more focus and diligence from every single person on what can you do to impact the bottom line and reduce the cost while increasing the number of candidates that are making it through the process. So fist bump and go into the holidays knowing that 
but the big lift that this team was really being looked upon to to deliver for the business, you guys really did a great job on. And when it comes to strategic priorities, there were so many, and we had mm-hmm. we had such a year of we had such a year of things, right? Like it wasn't just one project that had lots of tentacles. It was lots of different things. It was international. It was international again. It was expanded hiring in the call centers. It was a redo of an employee referral program. It was really getting job descriptions right. It was building advanced job descriptions, updating the website, right? Like building culture pages, launching a new diversity campaign. Like I I really, when I look back at the body of work that was 2019, everyone that hears this podcast should give yourselves a giant pat on the back and know that something you did this year made a difference. So, so I appreciate you all for that. And speaking of making a difference, so many of you know, we had for the first time in a really long time, a position posted on team Terry to support the community organizations and things like our believe efforts. So today my podcast guest is none other than our newest team member. So Brittany, like, so do you like to be called Brittany, Brie, Britt? What, what's your preferred name? Well, hello, everybody. I prefer Brie, but Brittany is always loved and accepted because that's the name my mother gave me. So, um, but I do go by Brie. Excellent, Brie. Well, thank you for joining us. And it's funny that you say that it's love and loved and accepted because that's the name your mother gave you. Um, the only time that anybody uses my full Jennifer is my mother and when I am in really big trouble. <laughs> like Jennifer, right. It's usually followed by my middle name. Uh-huh. So, so thank you. Thank you for agreeing to be on my podcast and to sit in the hot seat. Like how many, how long have you been in your job now officially? Like seven days, eight it days? Is, it's exactly a week and a half now. So <laughs> we, we are, we are fresh. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I won't pick on you and ask you too many things about the actual job yet. We'll give you a little bit to get your feet wet, but I really, you know, this is a, this is a pretty tight team and we're small but mighty, and so coming in here, like we like to, we like to get to know our new members. So, wanted to just spend a few minutes and and hear a little bit about you. And I actually might have a few questions about the hiring process, just because you're fresh through it. So, why don't you tell us a little bit about you, family, pets, dogs, husbands, kids? What do you got? Well, I have almost all of the above except for pets right now, but. To my knowledge, they're working on that against my um, better judgment. So <laughs> hope against that. But um, right, I'm really excited to be on this podcast. It's a long time coming. I would te- when I actually interviewed for the role, I teased both Jen and Steph Voice that I've actually waited a few years to have the opportunity. So to actually finally get it is kind of surreal. So again, I'm super excited. Well, my name is Bree King Offered. Some people call me Bree. Some people surprisingly call me BKO um, just because of my initials. And it kind of sounds a little cool, right? Um, I have seven years. I'll have seven years of service with AT&T as of January the 2nd. So I have survived long enough to see a lot of different changes and really been blessed by the opportunities that AT&T has had to offer um, here for me. I'm located in the great state of Texas, Dallas in particular. So I am at headquarters um, I love long walks in the park and I love food. <laughs> okay, you fit in already. She's already giving us her dating profile. 
and, and you know, and, and a certain amount of levity, right? And this situation is great. I'm sitting here thinking, you know, Brie, you've been here seven years. I, I probably have worked with you for like about five of those. We've crossed each other's paths. And so right. you, you've really had an opportunity to do a few different things in the business. Can you tell the team just a little bit of your background at AT&T and what different roles that you've had that have sort of prepared you for this space? Right. So on the onset of me um, talking about some of my experiences here, um, I had the privilege a few years ago, 2015 to be exact, um, I used to support um, our chief learning officer as his lead communications consultant before we had the leadership switch between John Palmer and Donna Hall. Um, I was the first to actually take on that role. So it was a lot of new newness to it. And he was fairly new as well. Um, as that role evolved, we then combined our efforts with um, TU operations, TU leadership and talent acquisition at the time. And in that, um, I got an opportunity to work pretty closely with Stephanie Boyce, which reported to Jen, um, even at that time. And, and from there, I got to understand kind of the branding arm of what um, talent acquisition actually does. And they helped me level set some things that would be really, really beneficial to how we present things from a chief learning office experience. So um, during that time, um, I was in that role about two years before I moved on um, to the role I just came out of. But that experience was really, really rich and was something that left me wanting to have more of it. So I always told myself if I ever got the opportunity to join a team in any shape or form, sign me up. Ah, uh, flattery will get you everywhere. <laughs> well, and, and you know, it, it, and thank you for that. And as as we looked across what this new role was going to do. And for those of you that aren't aware, this is really, this is really sort of the hub that pulls together all of the talent commitments with things like believe and then the opportunity to expand things like Europe. And you know, there are several places in the business where we have hiring commitments as part of as part of CSR's initiatives or regulatory or an agreement with a round table or things that just sort of today are just dis dispersed across tons of people. And so there's really not a common place to look at those non-diversity specific talent pipelines and determine whether or not we are doing our part and getting what we are expected to. So well, that's a long story short, that's going to be Bree's new role. And and so as part of that, you may see her interacting with you in some Believe activities. She may be asking you to man an event if you're local, things along those lines. And part of, Bree, what I think positions you really in a good way for that, besides your communication and chief of staff background, is really your work in the community and within our ERGs. You want to talk just just briefly about, you know, what is the heart thing that made you lean into applying for this role? Um, wow, that's a great question. There are a couple of things. One, um, I really believe in serving the communities that we work, live, and play in. Um, I spend a lot of time with the youth here in Dallas and also the outskirts of Dallas being a tutor. I've been a Girl Scout leader for some time in the inner city, um, as well as in more rural areas as well. So I have a heart for the communities that we do serve through AT&T Believe. So when I saw the, 
the role post I'm like oh this can't be happening this is too good to be true right <laughs> I love that I love that and uh, <laughs> it's great and and so I so I think that you bring a lot of passion and and some communication knowledge and some chief of staff like I feel like all of those things have sort of come together to make you be a really good hub for the cause right like a, a good connector of people so team cherry podcast always ends in the same way I always have a guest and I always put them in the hot seat I ask them some questions I I may judge you and make fun and throw some shade but it's all in good fun so I, I'm putting you on the hot seat for you so I'm going to start with what book are you reading podcast you're listening to tv show if you must well, I'm currently in grad school right now, so books are not my friend, but I am really, really um, into a um, a show that has a comic that is attached to it, which is uh, Watchmen that comes on HBO. Um, it, it can be borderline political, but it is super, super fascinating how they integrate reality of our history with um, with fantasy and that. So it's really, really a super intriguing show. The season finale is next week. So if you guys have an opportunity, binge watch it, you will not be disappointed and also do a little bit of historical research um, about the comic itself and the background of why it was written before you actually get into it. That way you can understand what's going on. Awesome. And I love that it's totally on brand HBO and all. So <laughs> good job. Good job. Okay. Question number two, what is your favorite or even your, if not your favorite, what's your go-to snack? Chocolate, anything chocolate. Um, I will, if, if the Hershey factory was next door to at ts headquarters, I'll probably be there more than I am at work. That's I, that's hilarious. So in a previous point in my career, I had call centers and Harrisburg, Pennsylvania was one of my centers, Michelle, Michelle mm -hmm. Dreyer. She still sits there and it's right by Hershey. And I can't, I will never forget the Hershey's kisses on the light poles. I was like, oh my gosh, if these were only chocolate, it would be awesome. <laughs> Excellent. And then my final question to wrap up the podcast is if there was a song that you would play when you like walked onto the stage or that you wanted played after you dropped the mic and we're getting ready to walk out of the theater, what would that, what would your walk-off song be? It would be Kanye West, Turn Off the Lights, featuring Rihanna. Um, the beat drives a lot, but I went out, when you see me, I want you to turn on the lights so you can really see all of me. And all of its wonderful glory, the good, bad, and the ugly. So definitely that song. That's awesome. That's a great song, by the way. Uh, well, Bree, thank you so much for taking the time with us today. And team, thank you again for a fabulous 2019. Uh, I am just a few short days in the office away from being out, of, out for the rest of the year to recharge with my family. And I hope that you are all doing the same. And I wish you and yours a happy holiday. Thanks so much, guys. <laughs>